0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Miked, the official podcast of St. Michael Catholic Church where we are invested, transformed so that we may be fully his. And I am joined once again with the indefatigable (laughs) Father Lucas Rossi. That's a hard word to say, indefatigable means tireless. (laughs) Father Rossi, you've had a great week. It's been a great week. Um, and welcome uh, once again to the show. So uh, take us back now. Uh, I led off with uh, we're we're invested, we're transformed so we could be his. That is our mission statement. That's our mission as a parish now that became almost official, I guess you could say, Sunday, where we observed as a parish the feast day of St. Michael, our patron. And uh, we had this wonderful feast in the gym, Mm -hmm. this event which was incredible. It really was, it was it really so was awesome. Incredible and
1: amazing. Yes.
0: What were your What was going through your your mind uh, on on Sunday to see your parish that alive?
1: Uh, a lot of fatherly joy. I mean, I looked out into the congregation. You know, for mass, and there was just so many people and families that were here, and I could see people in you know intentionally here. You know, that may not often come to the 9 o'clock, but I I did see people just, it seemed like the gathering was happening um, to celebrate our patron and celebrate our patron's protection over our parish Mm -hmm. and the goodness of God here. And, of course, then right after Mass, you know, just inviting everyone just immediately go up to the the gym and outside to gather for just our, our feast day celebration with delicious barbecue, you know, um, and games for the kids. <laughs> a donut eating competition. I saw. <laughs> That's right. That the yes, kids, that was very fun, and they loved it. Uh, so, in the ministry fair that was also going on. Oh, they did know, a great in, job. In People did with, with
0: their tables. They did a wonderful job. Many, many tables
1: uh, showing forth the ministries here at St. Michael. Which, um, you know, this has. And I, as long as I've been here, it's my fifth year here. I've not seen anything like this. So, it was really great to have that. Happening and I know many parishioners were connecting with each other connecting with ministries signing up one of the most amazing things I heard of course was that there were 35 people That signed up for nocturnal adoration for all-night adoration which happens once a month Here on the first Thursday night So it's the first Thursday going into first Friday every month and it's from 10 until 7 a.m And nocturnal adoration has been at st. Michael for probably over 50 years it's been an uninterrupted once-a-month um, uh, adoration of the Blessed Sacrament, and it's a it's a formalized prayer. They do pray. It's it's kind of like the bravery, the liturgy, of the hours. Mm-hmm. It's really the Office of the Blessed Sacrament uh, that's uh, that they use, and you you do have meditation time. But it is praying the Psalms, and um, so it's it's an hour of of prayer, praise, adoration, reparation. Um, and I do that on Sunday or at 7 a.m. is my hour. I've been coming in and leading that. And I did that recently. I thought, well, if I you know if I'm not willing to jump into nocturnal adoration, you know, and I, so I take the last hour and do reposition in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've you know I can't encourage other people to participate in something that I'm not participating in. So right now the 7 a.m. time works, and I do uh, arrive in the evening before the 10 p.m. hour and do exposition. So. Um, it's very beautiful time and it's again it's for people who really uh, like a formalized time of prayer to have psalms and prayers and meditation time this is a this is probably for you you know it's not just a silent hour of prayer where you just are there for an hour in total silence this is not uh, the Society of Nocturnal Adoration has uh, been around for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. So, so anyway, yes, thirty-five people signed up. Oh, that's for, great. And
0: other ministries had yeah, new. I'm people not sure. up.
1: there's thirty-five people involved currently <laughs> in Nocturnal Adoration. <laughs> yeah. You know, so uh, what a blessing! And, and you know, we had online giving, signing up. We had people committing to other ministries, ministries um, for serving uh, in the Altar Guild and uh, Curcio and um, Um, I think they're just I'm trying to think of all the tables there's so many (laughs) I can't remember off the top of my head right but um youth group just wonderful and very family uh oriented um and I was I was just happy to serve the people I served in the barbecue line just plating food for people and I actually to be honest that was really enjoyable for me I just got to say hi to a lot of people and greet them and feed them and, you know, I fed them in the church, I can feed them in the gym. Um,
0: It's one of those situations where the abundance can overwhelm. Yeah. I I was joking with someone and I said, you know, if I were Father Ross right now, I would be on my knees thanking God for all of his uh, blessings. And at the same time, I'd be running for the hills, Uh, (laughs) you know, because look at all. I mean, this was just, it was just so... Um, exuberant, yeah, vivacious. Should, I, I don't know what been adjective been I could I'd describe. About yeah. three hundred people,
1: we think, you know, averaging, mm-hmm. you know, give or take. Uh, but we we went through nearly all the food. Um, it was just a tremendous day, and you're right. I, I just it was overwhelming abundance. It was hard. I just praise the Lord, you know, and and so many people worked so hard from the parish our staff and volunteers to make the, you mm-hmm. too. You were on that committee that helped. Put this together, but so many. It was the hard thing for me was people thanking me, right, over and over. The people, Father, this is great. Father, this is such a wonderful feast day, you know. And I just, I said, I, I had, I had nothing to do with this. I really didn't. I didn't plan this. I didn't give any kind of a schema, you know. um, So you were just told about it, (laughs) (laughs) exactly. I mean, and that was fine. Yeah, I was. I mean, obviously, it was. I was glad to have. A task force and a committee and, and, and volunteers really just sacrificing and boy did you all really do that with time and talent um, and treasure uh, but you know so it was an overwhelming humbling thing to be thanked for something I had little part in you know making happen as it were um, but as the spiritual father yes I certainly supported it with everything I had you know I you know we certainly have been talking about it and promoting it and uh, my homilies have been you know engaging to kind of stir into flame the excitement around our new parish vision of be invested be transformed be his um and so uh, i think that that has been a very exciting fruit of the holy spirit that he's brought um through the work of volunteers and your in, in you and your leadership there uh to bring this forth uh, for the parish that we we really can get behind that.
0: No, yes. Be invested, be transformed. And I think you be saw this. that on Sunday. Yeah, I
1: mean, it's just for everyone. Yeah, you know. So we even had people here f- that weren't from St. Michael, or visiting family and friends with family members that were here. And I was, I mean, just kept saying, "I'm glad you're here." I said, "Well, thanks for having." Me. I said, "This is the church. This is for everyone." I mean, what we offer it's it's the gospel. It's salvation. It's evangelization. You know, so it's not. You know, no one's sneaking in. You know, the doors are open. You know, I mean, it's. You know, anyone can come and worship here and pray and participate at any time. You yeah. know, and I mean, that's that ought to be the way it is, right? You know, I'm sure, someone swings by the parish that day, maybe the first time, and what a great day to be here. Oh, it was. I mean, I've never seen anything like it in the parishes that I've served at. Um, the way that we were able to um, have. A parish celebration, you know, the, the only one that that tops it all is Sacred Heart in Salisbury, where I served. In there, they have hundred and eleven acres, you know. So when they have their their parish feast day, it's they literally have fireworks show, which is out of this world. And I'm not uh, I'm not putting that out. Uh, I was going to say. I said we got something to work towards, but <laughs> Can we get but they really the city of they West, really yeah. uh, the few years I was there, they really ramped up their feast. But we certainly uh, we certainly have set forth a huge. Uh, precedent and, and, and we have it's it's wonderful and it's only going to get better um, and grow and so there's it's the Lord is so good I think everyone was joyful and grateful but just uh, the point being God did God who did all that God did it all God did everything Sunday through us you know so really to God give the glory
0: yeah I'll make one last comment before we move on uh, one of the things that I notice is that People kept coming in. I was, I was, I was distributing tickets for everyone. It was just this stream of people. I'm like, wow, they were really coming. Um, but what I really noticed is that even after everyone had finished eating, no one left. Yeah. People were just together. Yes. And it was three o'clock in the afternoon. And there were still people here. Oh, really? That's yes. Great. Yeah. Um, and just enjoying a fellowship. So we couldn't ask for a better way to say let's be invested and so let's be transformed and be fully God's. And um, as I joke with Father, my listeners, uh, I joke with him that the real work begins now to say that over and over again because in leadership you have to say something, this is what I had, had studied, you have to say something about 15 to 20 times before it really begins to sink into the psyche and the imaginations of the people you're leading. So yeah. there you go. Now yeah, the, now yeah. the fun really begins. That's right. And that's <laughs> fine because I love saying be invested, be transformed,
1: be his, and let's go. You know, well, so.
0: well, now we're recording this day. uh It's the feast of the archangels Raphael. Is it Raphael? Yep,
1: yeah, Raphael, Raphael, Raphael.
0: Raphael, uh, Gabriel, and the. Who's the other one? Michael, of course. Gosh, couldn't remember that. You got to remember our (laughs) patrons. Yes, exactly. So it's like Angel Week here at at St. Michael, and I'm going to spend a couple of minutes talking about angels. You made a remark today um, in Mass on this feast day about angels and about how we we tend to sentimentalize them, romanticize them, we reduce them to Hallmark cards. Mm -hmm. That's not how they're presented in the Bible at all. The word you mentioned where they are ferocious.
1: Fierce and ferocious. Fierce and ferocious.
0: Let's let's talk a little about that. And then I've also got, if we've got time, a little facts about angels (laughs) from a Catholic website. So, yes, ferocious. They are fierce. Why would we make that kind of observation?
1: Well, I think any time that we find in Scripture, the only time that doesn't seem to be apparent is, um, at least with um, an an appearance, is when um, St. Raphael appears in the life of Jesus. Tobit and Tobiah, mm-hmm. um, in the in the book of Tobit, mm-hmm. but um, you know other many other times in Scripture, you know, say why would we say this? Well, because when many when many occurrences of angels appearing um, are seen in the Scriptures, people are f- afraid. You know, and so even Mary, who's full of grace, was told by Gabriel, "Do not be afraid, Mary." Mm-hmm. Right. So there is, there is a human in our human being uh in essence we're not um there's something fierce about angels if we see them i mean even so even with mary and you know how are they being seen we see artistic representations of the annunciation with gabriel i mean that's just so entrenched in um in art which is beautiful right but even michael and others they're you know human bodies they have wings and but they we say in the scriptures tell us ezekiel is one who can sing say, see angels with wings and Isaiah too um, but many times in scripture when they're seen they have wings so we, mm. we're not making this up Right.
0: and Ezekiel is more than just two wings it's several yeah yeah, yeah.
1: and then also with um, in Isaiah too I think he says um, you know six wings you know one covered the, the eyes and the, uh, the face and the feet I think if, are there, yes but, bit, uh,
0: two with the feet I think two with the eyes and two at the mouth. And, yeah, two yeah. with the mouth. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: So, um, just they're very, they're just strange. I mean, there's just no way. If you read the scriptures, it's just we're, they're they're otherworldly creatures. They are not of this of this world. Right. No, they're of heaven. They're heavenly creatures. They are invisible. And so, I think that's important for people to understand that they the you don't see angels unless God's grace allows them. This would okay. even go for the demons. You know, mm-hmm. They cannot appear of their own uh, without God willing it and permitting it. Mm-hmm. So when they appear, it's it's got to be a grace because we're being allowed to see. And John in Revelation, Revelation 12, which is the big reading for our feast day today, you know, war broke out in heaven. I, John, you know, mm-hmm. he saw Michael and his angels battling with the dragon and his angels... Um, so John sees this happening in a vision. So mm-hmm. he's allowed to see that. So the Saint Michael with the shield and the sword and the armor, typical of a, maybe a Roman soldier, he's depicted wearing Roman armor in a, in a sense. Um, why? Because well, we must. He must have been permitted to see. You know, others. Maybe others have seen uh, Michael. I think Joan of Arc, you know, was able to see Saint Michael as well. Uh, other angels, you know, and other saints, uh, but they're invisible by nature. They're, they're beyond us. And I think we, we understand that even in the scriptures in Revelation, you know, God is talking to other angels who bring about maybe the end times, you know, and they can do things and pour out kind of punishment upon the, the, the world, which seems to, to indicate that an angel has power to destroy the world if it, if it was allowed to. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have to really respect um, these these heavenly beings. Um, and today's feast is about receiving help from heaven that, yes, there was a war in heaven, but that war ended. And now that heavenly war has hit the earth, and it's now the battle for souls, for your soul, my soul, for the soul of humanity, each of us. Mm-hmm. Um, and the angels are part of this, the fallen angels and the, and the heavenly angels. Uh, so, so yes, they're heavenly spiritual creatures. Without bodies, uh, without... um, They're pure
0: spirits. Yeah,
1: pure spirits. Pure intellectual, pure intellectual beings. They're they're
0: spiritual intelligences. I think that's how St. Thomas Aquinas would put it. And I like the way he's reasoned this. He says it would be reasonable for angels to exist because if we look at just the material world, we know that there are some inanimate objects like rocks, and, and then there's some animate objects, insects, and everything else, and that there almost is an, a hierarchy of being in the natural world. Sure. Yeah. And we are higher than I don't know, just a, a dog. Right. right. A dog is has a soul, but it's an animal soul. It is a creature, and we have an animal soul as well. But he reasons how the human person is, is in between the, the spiritual world and the earthly world. We are a kind of a hybrid, for lack of a better yes, world, between right. spirit and body. Correct. So then above us would be pure spirit, Yep. Which, would also, which means that they would have an intelligence even much higher than ours as well. And that's really the nature of an, uh, of an angel. They know. They know and they know almost by an infused knowledge yeah, like God is it is this the wrong way to put it like God downloaded everything into the angel where we negotiate the material world and learned by slow assimilation sure yeah, but that they but be, they know
1: yeah that's a nice uh, suppose infusion like a download you know that um, you know they get all they get all they get the update immediately it, 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 it's, there's no more update <laughs> right. right. Yeah. right. Yeah. 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 they are there so they have the full knowledge of of, of you know uh, of God and and who he is and who they are in relation to him um, you know they know they are not god they know they are know, not god but we can talk about where that got Yes, i got a little hairy up you know with uh, with somebody wanting to be god without god you know but uh, the angels are in that hierarchy of being like you say so we have god and then we have the, the of the created hierarchy of being uh, you have and i remember this from seminaries we had to draw the little pyramid and say what's the hierarchy so the angels are the invisible they're at the top. They're the invisible. Right. So they're non-divine. Beings. They are yeah. created beings. That's right. right. Yes. Created yes. beings, spiritual, mm-hmm. you know, but they're not God. They're not gods either. Right. Um, then you have uh, human persons, which share in the invisible, invisible realm. But right. The human the body is this created physical nature. And then the spiritual is the soul. But we, the, the human person is both uh, visible and invisible. You know, we, we have a body, but we have a soul as well and so we we need both to be a human person The mm-hmm. body and a soul we go together word that's a fusion of that then you have animals and so you know the animals have a soul the animating thing that the animating principle that that brings life right so you know we do have a we do have an animal soul but not in the sense that it's mortal because animals are mortal they're pure mortal right. they're not immortal right. we have immortal souls but our bodies uh, will die and decay, but they will
0: be recreated. In their which creation. is an important thing to remember yeah. again, because we're back to the subject. I know we've talked about it before. We were created to be and to occupy the material world. Yeah. We were not created to be like angels who are truly spiritual uh, in spirit beings themselves, which means this idea that we hear uh, uh, brand, uh, bandied about like, well, God needed another angel that we're going to become angels that's not true that's, that's right. not the that's not the destiny of the human person yep. god will raise us as physical beings again at the final resurrection we were meant to be embodied creatures that's right. so the body our bodies have to
1: be respected you know we talk about this we get into november what? with all souls and, yes. and but the body should be cared for at death so you know cremation only when necessary um, but the body should be reverenced because you know and this idea to you know scatter ashes and do these things this is not christian that's not a Christian understanding of death or taking care of the remains of a, of a person who's passed, because uh, Jesus is going to raise us up again. And, I, and so, it's, you know, we have to be we have to understand that we preserve our bodies and care for them as, as much as possible after death, because this is not the final end. And so, um, so we might freak out. We will go, be oh, like I Mary. Know. I spread my so and so's ashes, or I did whatever. God is God, and He can he'll figure that out you know but that doesn't mean we have license to do what we do whatever we want to do when we or loved one dies we are to bury and in turn you know ashes if it's cremation but the body needs to be buried and respected and, and cared for and, and you know um, and reverenced because this is um, our this is our temple you know, this God is, has made right. this temple f- for himself we are his temple so Yes, and it's uh, almost
0: like the, the the you know what what God has joined together, let no one put asunder. But you can use that even in a, into a basic anthropology. I mean, the, the the fathers would say what begins in union wants to stay in union. Right. And we were created as body and soul bodies, mm-hmm. bodies and soul in union with each right. other. Death separates yeah. us. We want it to be in our bodies again. So that is why the assumption of Mary, which we can't go down, that's why that matters. Sure. I mean, she's already in a glorified body, but she's in her body. That's where we're going to be. Angels, however, have no created bodies. Yeah. They were created to be purely spiritual beings.
1: And you're you're right to say we, we should we reaffirm we it yet again as we aren't we don't become angels when we die. We don't you know, become not, angels, yeah. That's not what we're doing. We we will never be angels. We're not angels, we're human persons. Now, to make another point about this is the amazing thing is that the angels have been directed by God's will to serve and protect us. So the angels are protecting creatures that are much lower than they are. You know, um, that would be like, you know, me taking care of a a ladybug or something, you right. know, I mean, just like yes, in principle, yes. you know, that. That that this is this is humility of the angels to serve the will of God and love of Him. That we have, you know, and October second comes up, and this is Sunday. We won't celebrate it because it falls on a Sunday. But it's the it's the feast of the guardian angels, um, and so we remember our guardian angels coming up, mm-hmm. and so that does dovetail with the feast of the archangels today. But remembering that, yes, God has specifically intended and created a, an angel. To guard and protect us all the days of our existence, their one mission is to get us to heaven. And I was told, you know, that their great shame will be if we don't. Mm. You know that they're great um, to go before the Lord. You know that no, I didn't. My one person that I was supposed to guard and protect and get to heaven did not come. Mm. Now it's not, you know, obviously it's not like they make us get to heaven, but you know we by our choices determine where we're going to end up in the end, right? I mean, But the guardian angel is is, is there. We should pray, learn the guardian angel prayer. Um, You know, angel of God, my guardian dear, to whom God's love commits me here ever this day. Be at my side to light, to guard, to rule, and guide. And then I learned this other phrase when I was in Portugal from um, a very holy sister out there and said, take me by the hand um, and lead me by your docile, and uh, may I be led... Uh, by a obedience to eternal happiness.
0: Okay. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, the scriptures, I think it's in the letter of Hebrews, that they are sent by God as ministering spirits, the angels. They are here to really serve as intermediaries between heaven and earth and uh, to guide us on the way to salvation and really the fullness of creation as well. Let's back up for just a minute then. Since, Since the angels were given an infused knowledge of everything, is that the reason why an angel cannot repent? That when Lucifer and the other angels fell away, they did so like with a mortal sin, with full, total knowledge sure. of what the implications would be. Yeah. Whereas for us, since we are more or less at times hindered or encumbered by our flesh, uh, there is repentance for the human, but not for the angels, because uh, with them it was total consent mm-hmm. and total knowledge of what their consent would mean.
1: Correct. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So they don't. They're not gods. So they're not. The same as God. They're not omniscient. But the That's way right. the way they know things and the way their intellect works is far superior to ours. So in the in so far as it would be proper to the angel to have full knowledge and full consent of their will and full understanding, they did. So um
0: So it was like an eternal mortal sin at that point for them. Right. Okay.
1: So the way that the the, the way that the, the church and the, the uh, some of the church fathers see the devil's fall, they quote from Isaiah, you know that this passage where it says, you know, I will go up and ascend my throne, and you know, um, basically, uh, glorify myself. I'm mm-hmm. paraphrasing, but it's basically this these lines from Isaiah that show this movement to, to ascend the throne of God and to make oneself God without God. You know, mm-hmm. um, to glorify myself. Um, Which so, is pride, right? So that, so there was there was a temptation for the angels to all do this. There must have been a time for them to sort of want to, um, because they 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 must know how powerful and, and beautiful and, and their light and they're amazing, and they must have seen a temptation opportunity to be more, I guess, without God, right? I mean, maybe that because it has to be seen without yeah. God, because the temptation. Of wanting to grasp some kind of glory that God maybe wants for them, but again, apart from him, the devil and others wanted that. so maybe that's the way. seem to understand it now that in heaven there was this opportunity to choose, right? A choice was made. yes, and so that was a fixed time for all eternity. so there's no going back and um, and that the other the prideful angels. By their pride, will never re- will never repent. So it's fixed, yes, and the torture right. that they endure and will endure at the end of time will be that um, that knowing that they they their pride won't won't let them repent. You know, guys, right. that you know, uh, and and so. But the amazing thing is, is God loves the devil and all the fallen yes, angels. That's correct. Say, well, why is that? Because he made them. He made them, and he holds them. So God could wipe them out without even a, a millisecond of any.
0: But would, it would not be in God's nature right? because he takes
1: that. He would take back the gift of love. He created all the image, yeah. all the angels, you know, um, in in a, in a way that shows forth his power and majesty. But if we don't ever say that God created the angels in his image and likeness. Mm -hmm. But for
0: humanity, we have been created in his image and likeness. Which is why some church fathers uh, theorize. That's why Lucifer and some of the other angels fell away because of the absurdity of saving these creatures. Like going back to your point, would be like you and a ladybug. Yeah. Why would you redeem these inferior exactly. creatures and Which then allow even one of them to be above us, yeah. like the Virgin Mary, the Queen of the Angels? Absurd yeah. and, and therefore you, a rejection.
1: And yeah, and I think that analogy, though weak, you know, that the ladybug, you could squash it, and like, yes. like, like you don't even. No one thinks about like you step on a ladybug squash it who cares like it doesn't even take any effort power thinking yeah but that really ought to be the it's like that and before an angel like that we are so minuscule in our being right compared to the being of a spiritual being the angel and the mm-hmm. power that they have um but uh, the angels are sent on mission so we get angel from the Word messenger, mm-hmm. so angels come, they're angels when they have a message. So the archangels all have three messages Michael, Mikael means who is like God. Michael's message to the devil and to those of, of pride are who is yeah. like God. Mm-hmm. So the devil says, I want to be like God without being without God, I want to rise myself up and glorify myself and ascend a throne of glory without God. And Michael can you know confounds him, says, Who is like God? So the humility, no, he's defeated. So the pride throws down Satan. um, And humility wins because that's Michael. Mm -hmm. He serves the Lord perfectly. His will is to do the will of God, not his own will. And then you get Gabriel, which is strength of God, Gabriel, which is the strength of God coming to Nazareth, to this poor young virgin, salvation history unfolding. This young woman will be the mother of the Messiah the greatest good news ever, right? Right. Gabriel gets entrusted with this great message, so that's why he's an archangel. And Raphael, you know, he, or Raphael, whichever way you want to say it, uh, he comes with the message of God's healing and to remind uh, Tobit and and, uh, Tobit's son, uh, Tobiah, uh, to give thanks to God for all of his goodness. And you see God's healing power and God's healing goodness in, uh, in the book of Tobit. Again, a short book, a great book to read. I spoiled the end of the, the book and <laughs> right. the homily today, but it is worth reading. If you want to have a beautiful narrative on marriage and family and God's healing power, it's a great book to read. With Married married couples should read it. Uh, families can read it. Kids will love it because there's some really interesting things that St. Raphael does in this book. And it's really the only time you hear about a St. Raphael. Um But Raphael means God's remedy, God's healing. So there's three archangels, um, and why? Because they all have a message. So angel is what they do. Spirit is what they
0: are. Ah, okay. And I think
1: Gregory makes that clarification that it's their spirits, and angels what they do. They announce. Yes. You know, of something
0: of the Lord. And And to a certain extent, then aren't we all? So they evangelize is what you're saying. Angels are evangelizers.
1: Yes, they they come with the great message. And that's kind Um, of
0: weird to kind of participate in the same office as evangelizers. And you
1: look at the demons and the devil, you know, unfortunately, they're corrupted in what they say. So the the demonic is always feeding half-truths, you know, wrapping the lie in truth. You know, like coding it with truth, but on the inside it's, it's a lie corrupt.
0: You now, I think about it, something to, to consider is then, therefore, we are, could, is it possible for us to be closer to the Lord than even the angels because, because they are pure spirits? they have never been able to receive the sacrament Correct. where Christ gives himself to yeah. us. And then Mary, of course, was united truly, substantially to a divine person. Although the angels see God face to face, yeah. we have yet to arrive there. Well,
1: but I, I love you brought that up because that's exactly what I was thinking earlier is that, you know, the jealousy of the other angels. Uh, a, because yes. no, no, they, they don't get to receive the body and blood of Jesus. So the union that we have... With God in Holy Communion is unmatched.
0: So we're higher than creation, the angels to a certain
1: degree. To a certain degree because they weren't created to be his temple. Uh, they minister, serve, worship God. In and the so Holy Lucifer would hate
0: that idea, of right. course. And but, in, make-
1: by the, but the other thing that the angels, the humility had to be there because it means that God's going to become a ladybug. Yes, I mean, that's right. And the analogy, you know, Fulton infinitely Sheet, lower than himself. Yeah, Fulton Sheen uses um, a dog, a dog, you know. Yeah. It's like God, it's like God becoming a dog. He becomes a dog and he's, you know, bark bark, he's got these scratchy fleas, he's running around with other dogs, eating like dogs, walking around all fours in the the, the, the you know, kind of the the messiness of dog life, you know right. that. But the human life is like, you know, we we compared yeah you know we you know we have to eat and sleep and you know we have to clean up go to the bathroom and yes. get sick and you know we we you know we're just we're just we're not you know our fallen nature is uh leave something to desire in a certain sense too so I mean in the mind of the angels God's gonna become lower than the angels so that so that was the other thing is God did not God could have chosen to become an angel and save us mm-hmm but he didn't do that he became a lower than an angel. Yeah. So what the angels would have seen there is you know I will have to serve the lord and then that means I have to serve humanity in a, in 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 a way that's lower than I you Yes, know, the angels can serve god because god is higher, higher than the number, Creator. Okay. Oh, this but is our good. creator is going to be a creature. Yeah. You've and therefore got we be have to serve me. these exactly. Yeah. So then they saw You know, so they had to have known, I suppose. I don't know if I'm going on a limb, someone correct me, but I think it's been thought too that maybe they saw the incarnation, you know, and so Mary. It was downloaded to them, yes. Becoming a man, becoming a baby Mm -hmm. in a womb and being birthed from a woman and all that birth is and all this worldly, earthly, smelly, you know, just. Reality. Yeah, just God's going to be. Just God's going to be a crying baby. I mean, yeah. this is and laid absurd. in a manger, yeah.
0: you know. Um, God's going to need to be totally cared so for. So, there it. had to have been an element of envy then in the fall, which would make sense then why the that because angels are pure spirits, they cannot be tempted with lust, they right. don't have bodies, they can't be t- tempted with gluttony, right. they don't eat, they can only be tempted through the spiritual vices of pride or envy. Yeah. One of those That's two, a good point, yeah. yeah. It's, right. it's so, so and Lucifer majesty, fell by pride yeah. and maybe an element of envy because it is true we are in union with God in a way that angels can never be.
1: Well, the light you think about what Lucifer means as we say that's his name. Lucifer means the bearer of light,
0: his most glorious
1: creature. Right. So, so there, so there was something there to the fall of right. the angels, including uh, Lucifer now Satan that. Um, that you know, um, but what is what is in Spanish? I think they say to give birth. It's literally translated. When are you going to bring forth the light? Mm. When you say when are you going to give birth in the Spanish? I don't know off the top of my head. But at the English translation of how they ask one another when to give birth, it's when the time had come for the person to give birth to the light or to bring forth the light. Yeah. The light is the human. Human person, yeah. A new life is literally compared to light. Yes. So I wonder if that, you know, that pride of the, you know the light becoming a, a human and being birthed. Sure. You know. Um, so yeah, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of pride there we can speculate about, but but but. well. The plan well. of God was revealed to the angels in such a way that they would have known what it understood what it was and what it meant, what the future. But it also didn't reveal... I mean, I do have to, we have to be clear that, you know, the devil doesn't know everything God knows. Right. Angels don't know...
0: Because they're finite creatures. Yeah. They only can have a finite so they, knowledge. So they have a
1: superior knowledge. So it seems, though, because isn't because the devil played into the hand of the plan of redemption and salvation that the crucifixion was his undoing. Mm-hmm. You know, He was outwitted. So, so there was there had to be some kind of a lack of... Something there to not because of the humility if he he wasn't humble, so the pride blocked him from knowing maybe further on mm-hmm. what this meant because um God's well, the, way into uh, way into battle was humility, not pride he, yes he you know in the great phil uh, him to the uh, the great saint Paul. A Christological hymn in Philippians, you know, he emptied himself. Mm-hmm. You know, um, he did not regard equality with God as something to be grasped, you know, but that's what the devil wanted, right? Equality with God, I'm going to grasp it. No, you can't do that. That's not the way you empty yourself, right? So, and that's what happened. And I think it's important too to say, you know, um, so even the good angels can be our f- fierce, overpowering if we ever saw one, but so with the demons and the devil. And I think people who you know you know they're too curious about satanic life or the the occult, or they start to get this idea that they can kind of pal up with the devil or rub elbows with him, and that they'll be on you know, like in the mafia or like in a special club special group, and we're all on the same team. How wrong you are right. because remember the Lord desire- or the devil wants to devour. The, us right, you know. He's, he's, uh, Saint Peter says he's like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Like, and it, do, it doesn't matter. Any you're a human person, he wants to destroy you. And you would have you. a perfect so, contempt. So for if human we being. ever saw the devil, right? If we ever saw him in his current state, we would be probably we'd probably die of fear.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, if, and we couldn't handle that. In um, the times that he's even appeared, he's. I'm assuming like you know, Padre Pio has you know, faced off with the evil one many times in physical and spiritual warfare, literally, uh, by God's grace. You know, God sustained him every time. But, you know, even the way he saw the evil one was, I think it all has to be, it's all uh, channeled and chained by God's grace. I think one of the reader I was reading said, the devil's like a chained dog. So we don't say he's just running around doing whatever he wants to do.
0: Right. Because all of it's tempered. But well, he's been given permission. I yeah, mean, he's all of it's been, been permitted tempered, to do some things. All
1: of it's been uh, tempered by God's grace and mercy. So understanding that the devil is like a chained dog. But, you know, we easily approach. And if you get close enough, the dog can will kill you. You know what I mean? In the sense, like, if you, you know, and he can bark and he can do all kinds of things. And he can run in his chain mm-hmm. at you. And they're chained. Is a length, right? right? It gives permissiveness to something, but understanding in the end, the first enemy is you and me in the mirror, that we, the battle, the warfare we face every day isn't simply, oh, it's always the devil, the devils in charge. Oh, no, no no, just, no, no. We face our own pride, our own sinfulness, our own selfishness, our own resentments, our own unforgiveness, all these things. Then the world is the second enemy that paints a life without God and godlessness, and, you know, commerce and, 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 and atheism is the way to live and then of course yes there is the devil who you know he's nothing no one to be trifled with and we should never ever be like oh he's a chained dog i have nothing to worry about no that's not true um, at all because remember he's very clever sly and hides himself all the time so he's you know you you know the the thought that we always can pick up what he's doing yeah. isn't necessarily the case like you know he remember superior being so superior oh. and the snares we say and the Saint Michael prayer protect us from wickedness and snares the devil. He lays traps for
0: us all the time. He's a deceiver. Right. Uh, I, mean, I, I just I, I, I don't believe the you know the images of the, the the pitchfork and the the pointy tail. He's beautiful. He's seductive. Otherwise, we would we would run yeah. as far away from the devil as we possibly could. But even could. the
1: seductive the seductive um, image of him, you know, with the Passion of the Christ, that's a unique way of showing the devil. It was kind of this sort of like quasi, like sort of feminine looking uh-huh Well, creatures. androgynous. Yeah, you know, but again, this... I've got some facts well, minute a couple yeah. minutes. Well, go ahead, finish your thought. But yeah, that, uh, that even that, the, the devil hides himself. You know, because if we really saw him, we would be so petrified of evil and Oh everything. sure. You know, so I mean, like, what well, I you know, if if everyone's scared of me or everyone believes in me, many people don't people don't believe in the devil anymore. Well, he's fine with that because yes, he doesn't care. If people believe in him. They just, he just wants them to rebel against. What, is the it rebel the Usual
0: Suspects? The movie, The Usual Suspects. I believe it oh, starts wow, out like the greatest yeah. trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world that he doesn't exist. Yeah, and that suits the devil just fine. <laughs> yeah. One of my favorite stories, though, and, and we'll be we'll be closing up. Um, is The an angel appears to a monk. This is one of those old desert father stories. An angel appears uh, to one of the monks and says, I am an angel sent by God to give you a message, an angel of light. And the monk responds, I'm not worthy enough to have an angel visit me. And then the story ends by saying, and the devil left him in that right. very moment. Right. You know, yeah. he comes as yeah. light and yet there was no humility there. So
1: that's a very good. But it makes caution,
0: sense though. Yeah. I mean, because angels are rational beings, it would, it would therefore follow that they can be tempted to pride just like we can who are rational beings and well, freedom yeah. of choice. What we have to understand is we can't battle this on
1: our own. So the point is, is nobody has the upper hand on their own against the devil and his minions. By baptism and confirmation, we are protected by God, His grace, and the Holy Spirit, and the power of the Lord is with us. But the angels of heaven, God sends help from heaven, and Michael, Gabriel, and Raphael. But we need we need them. We can't. This isn't like I'm going to go. I'll take the second we go off and say I can handle this. We're finished every single time. We have to remember that you do not go off in life and spirit by I got this. I got no 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 no. God's got this. Be humble be little,
0: be small, and trust in the Lord. Yeah, and humility. There's another uh, story of the Desert Fathers, maybe you've you've heard this one, that the devil says to one of the monks, like, look, I can do pretty much anything. I can imitate almost everything you can do that looks virtuous. Like, you uh, you fast. Well, I don't need to eat. I can look like I'm fasting. Uh, You read your scriptures. I know the Bible too. I use them against Mm -hmm. against the Lord. And then the devil ultimately says, there's only one thing I cannot imitate, and that is humility. That I cannot mock. Mm. You know, very, very interesting. That that's a, that's a formidable weapon. Yep. All right, that's just true. a couple of little facts about angels before we wrap up. And it goes back to them being spiritual beings. They're neither male nor female, mm-hmm. which is important to know. They are androgynous creatures. We were created in the image of God, male and female. The devil is not. And it's interesting how there are so many philosophies that want to escape the human particularity of male or female even today. But that's the, that's the realm of the angels. They are neither male nor female. They have an intellect. They have a will just like us. Um, there is a hierarchy of angels. We call them choirs. See, I always thought choirs of angels were singing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it's the hierarchy is okay, called yeah. the choirs, the nine hierarchies so of, read of those angels. Because
1: that comes off in some of those in the Eucharistic preface, uh, you know, uh, thrones and dominions. Yes. The seraphim. In the, uh, I believe German. the seraphim, uh, they're, I mean, fire, the order, they're fire, they're yeah. fire, aren't
0: they? The highest hierarchy, they're the closest to the divine essence. No, I don't know the order of the nine choirs. Th- okay, so I don't I, either. I, that's
1: not going to help me.
0: <laughs> that's right. Somewhere we out should look that up. Yeah. but I think the seraphs are the—they're the most fierce because they are fire. They—they—they they, they are fire, as, as God is fire. Here's something that we can't really spend any time on. And there's some debate about this, but this is from Aquinas as well, that each individual angel, since they don't reproduce, Mm -hmm. we are physical uh, beings, we reproduce, they're made. Each Mm -hmm. angel is completely made, not born. Therefore, each angel has its own unique essence and therefore is its own distinct species. Each wow. angel okay. is its own species. There's some debate about that. Like, is there a nature of angel of angels? Like, a, do they share a common nature? Yeah. And therefore, manifestations individually. But Thomas Aquinas would say no. They are their own Guinness and their own species because of the uh, nature of their uh, of how God made them. They're infused with perfect knowledge. They cannot predict the future. Uh, they do not know what graces God will give to certain humans. They can only infer it by observing the effects. Each angel was created for a mission, as you, as you said. They all have a mission. Um, at the moment of their creation, angels freely chose whether to accept or reject their mission. And a couple more, and then we'll be wrapped. Uh, and then we'll finish up here. Each human being, from the moment of their conception, has a guardian angel assigned to them by God to lead them to salvation. Human beings do not become angels when they die. We need to emphasize that. Yes, yes. Um, oh, they don't have, since they don't have mouths like we do or eyes like we do, they communicate with each other from mind to mind, almost like a telepathy. Yeah. They don't yeah, say yeah, telepathy sure. here, but it's like well, they yeah. will. They will each other. Sure. They can communicate this yeah. way. They don't have emotions in the same way we do. They're not created, they're not creatures. They don't have passions. That's why you couldn't tempt an angel to wrath again or gluttony or yeah. lust they don't have yeah. passions like that we do let's try to find one more and then we'll be done but angels they can't,
1: they can't make us do anything
0: they cannot make us That's do anything
1: too and i think they also can't they can, they can only can. they
0: can says it says they can bring an image into your mind mm-hmm. to influence but they can't coerce you to do anything
1: but they, i think also has said they don't know what we're thinking right so it's really important to understand we pray in our minds you know that they don't read our minds. Right? That's, what's that's
0: the last yeah, point, Father. That. Angels don't know what's happening in our minds, but they can surmise by watching our reaction yeah. and our behavior. Yeah, so,
1: really clear about that is that they, they're watching us all the time, the good and the bad. Right? That's so right. the studying of the angelic beings of human behavior is intense. Okay, So this isn't like, well, they can't read my mind. They don't know anything. It's like, well, but they watch. I mean, they're hearing everything we say and seeing all their actions. And so they study, 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 you know, and the demons are always about studying to see how we can fall, you know, and the guardian angel that's, remember, God has assigned a guardian angel to us. So we got to always remember that. And on top of that, we have Michael, Gabriel, and Raphael. Yeah. You know, so God sends help from heaven. This is not a battle we fight alone, but it is a battle we have to be in. Regardless of what we do, we're in this, you know, so this isn't like, oh, what do we do? God is sending tremendous help and, What's the answer? Stay in union with Jesus all the time. Thy will be done. I will serve. You know, mm-hmm. I will serve the Lord all the days of my life. Baptism, confirmation, frequent confession, holy communion, adoration, asking for the graces to live the vocation of the state of life you're in now. You know, this is this is the very thing the evil one is trying to destroy right. and in us. So, in union with God, totally being devoted to Our Lady. By the way, consecrating oneself to her.
0: The queen of angels the queen
1: of angels so making sure that we understand the closest to our lady the daily rosary first saturday devotion first friday devotions these are things that strengthen us this is we cannot take allow our armor to be taken away from us and that's what the devil does a little bit those, like take off the armor you know which is everything oh, the church like, offers it was- you know it's like we're armed for this if we allow ourselves to be
0: which would make sense why the devil there's two things the devil would want to keep us from as an angel would be the confession number 1 mm-hmm. and of course the eucharist right when you think about that that as a result of the lord's descent into humanity and now he descends into the holy sacrament the eucharist we're richer than the angels they may be higher yeah. beings than we are but we are richer than than they are because and we they, get to share the divine nature
1: but and they see and understand in a way that that we we don't and that's they see this union happening and they see they, from the yes. heavenly perspective what happens to our soul when we receive our lord and and i mean they they know. would
0: say you have no idea how right. good yeah. you have it yeah make right, frequent yeah. recourse to the holy sacrament right don't ever uh, turn down a chance. Yeah. You know, they, they understand that. That's powerful. You guys are really worth pondering. Great discussion. Thank All you, right. Father. All right. Uh, so lots going on this week. We're going to be invested, transformed, and fully gods. This Saturday is a first Saturday, yes, October yeah. the 1st. So please, we'd love to have you uh, come to our, our first Saturday communal devotions. A beautiful uh, morning at the parish. If you want anything, uh, any more information about our parish, go to our website at STMCCG. On behalf of Father Rossi, I am Shane, your host. Thank you so much for watching and listening. We'll see you next time. God bless.